0: peace this is eric douglas porter better known as african sciences and you're tuned in to the decisive podcast special with your host robert q ingram bringing you only the finest in artistry and creative vision check it out hey
1: hey hey hello everybody it's thursday march the 30th 2023 Welcome to another Decisive Podcast series. This is episode number 84. And wherever you are in the world, I hope you're doing well. I am Roberto Q. Ingram, DJ, producer, podcaster, and founder of the Decisive Podcast series, the show where we meet the innovators, the outsiders, the mavericks, the artists that do their very own unique thing. We talk about life, things that inspire us to make the things that we make. I am excited to be back podcasting for an awesome platform that shares amazing stories about the world of creativity. And today I would like to talk to you about real important topics the importance of music, life, the struggles we have to overcome, to maintain a safe space for real honest artists that work hard to be good at their job, what we can do better with the process we've already seen in the last 10 years, why standing together sends a good example to our youth and future generations. I'm interested in some very difficult tasks we face as creatives to maintain a high level of output of quality music and artistic freedom, how important it is to maintain creative growth and progress that makes total sense, the purpose and the goal to why you do what you do. I think this makes for a good lovely conversation that people need to understand how the struggle can also build strength and confidence. And in this episode, I am so excited to have on the show again, I introduce to you Eric Douglas Porter, a multi-instrumentalist musician, music producer based in New York City, New York, New York, as he likes to call it. His album, uh, Parlor Music, is out now on Bandcamp, so go over there and get it right now. He could use your support. Eric is known for his unique sound that seamlessly blends genres such as jazz, electronic, and Afrofuturism. He incorporates sonic textures, rhythmic patterns into his work, creating a sound that is both captivating and soulful. Eric has been active in the music industry since the early 2000s, producing and performing instrumental, experimental electronic music that blends various genres, including jazz and techno. Parliament Music is a testament of Eric's musical versatility, featuring a collection of intricate and captivating tracks that showcase his musical talent. Fans of jazz, electronic and Afrofuturism music will appreciate this album's polyrhythmic sound signatures and captivating melodies. Be sure to check out Parlor Music on Bandcamp to experience Eric's unique sound for yourself. It's surely my pleasure to present to you the Decisive Podcast series. And if you have friends that will enjoy the content, please send them over to the Decisive Podcast website, which is Podomatic. Also, any other podcast platform that you choose, which um, I'm sure there's lots of them like SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music and more. And last but not least, don't forget on SoundCloud on Saturday, we will present Eric Porter's live exclusive Mix it's not a DJ mix It's a live performance from His studio and it's exclusively For this episode Of the Decisive Podcast Series This is episode number 84 so look for that With that said let's get on with the interview With my guest today I'm excited Eric Douglas Porter It's a lot of information there so make sure That you musicians or you DJs Listen in Peace All right, there we go. You looking good? Look at you, brother. Thank you, brother. Uh, Shape like this. <laughs> Look like Stevie Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Douglas Porter, Africa. You. Scientist, my brother. How are you doing, sir?
0: Good. Going great. Good. Doing good. Great. Can't complain. Man, yeah. you've been
1: working really super hard, man.
0: Uh, trying to, trying to stay busy, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, I appreciate your work and and all the risk you take to do the kind of music you do. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's the only thing I know. I mean, it's it's natural to me.
1: Right, right. I mean, you know, Fila Kuti did it who else did it who else was? who else is kind of who else is on like on this
0: risk, risk takers out there who <laughs> like um, wow some jazz some jazz nuts yeah I mean some some people turn jazz on, on his ear every so every so often that's those people end up being lauded I mean Miles Davis did it several times
1: Miles he? Miles did it you think several times who who who, who, who you think uh, re- this question is off the cuff because now I'm thinking about improvisation and then I mm-hmm. think about your work does it stem from mm-hmm. jazz you got some influences from jazz heavy
0: heavy heavy heavy, heavy? yeah big, big time yeah I mean I grew up with it in the household and I grew up um, exposed to a lot of it like deep deep you know not just the the stuff that everybody knows but like the Don Cherry's the um Hassan Roland Kirk's you know him for instance we were talking about those those people that shook things up that was a brother who would play like four or five different wind instruments at once right and he would make it all make sense so definitely people like that I I look look to for inspiration for what I did or what I do. Like, you know, seeing how to take all these different pieces and make them fit and make them make sense. So, yeah, I would say people like that, definitely inspirational. I mean, they didn't even have the equipment you had. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, they got true, the gear. But, you know, they, the the thing is making the most of what is available to, available to you at the time. So even though they didn't have all of these, you know, sun, we can't go without saying Sunrock, Even though they didn't have all of these modern things, they they took what they had at the time and and, and expanded it. Like break, breaking the rules with with a pen and a paper, you know, drawing that. Uh huh. Draw, drawing outside of the edges. Mm-hmm. Was Who was Sunrod's
1: keyboardist?
0: Sunrod was a keyboardist. Uh yeah, that's his. That was his instrument. Because he, he was, had that
1: thing. He had that thing spaced out.
0: Yeah. I mean. Yeah.
1: Where do you think he got his inspiration? Did he really study this? This really weird texture of music. Uh, how how do you how do you learn this?
0: It's it's not. I don't think it's a, a learned. I think it's something internal. You know, they say, like, people, different people are born being different. It's not really... I mean, I'm I'm sure you can learn how to do certain things outside of the box, but the, the, the drive or the push has to be inside already, you know, to, you know, Like you're born with a question mark inside of your soul, and you're forever seeking to to find the answer. But might not ever find it. But you know, it's it's something inside that pushes you to continue the search. It's just a matter of searching. You know,
1: matter of love. Uh, (laughs) It's almost like it's almost like a, a nutty scientist. Nutty professor, <laughs> you know, I was like, "Damn!" As we get along in this interview, you guys are gonna know how nutty he really is. Oh God! <laughs> Here we go. Um, <laughs> as a self-taught musician, what was your inspiration for diving into experimental compositions, and how did you develop your unique sound?
0: Um, I, I think I think a lot of it comes from being self-taught. I mm. mean. Mm. later later on I, I started playing music or messing around with pianos and things like in church or whatever there there would be a piano and uh, you know I'd, I'd uh sneak and 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 uh go and play it and stuff like that uh when you know when the church was was closed or whatever but uh then later on i actually got lessons lessons so I, I got some type of theory going music theory but the, the drive to just you know to play these instruments myself was always there I might not have had every particular instrument available to me but you know down the line so uh, uh, I was maybe in my 20s when I picked up the bass and that's like I know one of the main instruments inside of my head is like bass. I love the bass. I love I love low end low end instruments.
1: Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So you go, so some people start from the drums. You start from the low end and come up. Yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. how it works? Drums.
0: Okay. Well, drums of course, drums. Mm-hmm. Definitely the drums. You know, and hip hop was was a big factor in that. You know, drum bass music, Um, but bass, yeah. And uh, keyboards and synthesizers, I was always intrigued by those. Just being a child of the 70s with, uh, you know, synthesizers being introduced into the market, you know, heavily during the 70s. Uh, People like Stevie Wonder and, uh, you you know, it, it slid into popular music more and more. So the sounds that they were making from synthesizers was really like inspiring, awe, awe-inspiring. It's like wow, you can you can make these different sounds from this one instrument. Uh-huh. Do you remember?
1: You your, Do you remember your first uh, synthesizer that you just? Fell in love with, or you just something easy, something you you were able to, you know, uh, adapt really quickly and just feel comfortable with.
0: I, I'm sure if you ask a lot of people, especially in hip hop, they'll point to one synth, synth in particular, and it was a synthesizer/sampler called okay. Casio SK One. Casio uh-huh. sampler. So getting getting your hand on that you know it was fairly cheap you were able to sample stuff in it play you know then figure out oh if you plug in the line in you can really you know get a quality for the time but it was you know it's considered lo-fi now but you can get a, a higher resolution recording uh although you only had this minute amount of sample time so you'd have to speed up things and then pitch it down but that was the first one that I can definitely um, point to as um, inspiration you know mm-hmm.
1: and that process that process of what did you learn from that process of because you only had a certain amount of memory yeah you had to what did you have to do? time stretch doing
0: yeah being creative you know thinking outside of the box how can I get how can I get this uh, amount of time into a smaller amount of time and then play it back to make it seem like you know oh that's how it is stuff like that you know figuring it out uh, is definitely inspiration in in using more with less so.
1: And is that creative process takes longer now? I mean, back then it was longer—a longer process. Oh,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, everything was 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 longer then. If you think about it, everything, everything, like even even our attention span. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, you know. What I mean? So 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 yeah, it, it took longer. But you didn't you didn't think to yourself, man, this is taking long. I wish. I wish there was a quicker way to do this, but eventually there did become a quicker way and things are so easy now that you know everything that you were doing back then you could do just on this this device itself. So
1: the phone on the iPhone is what he's showing me people. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, I think I think it was a pri- privilege even though some would say it was uh, uh like a drawback, but having to figure things out you know with those limitations i think causes one to be uh, more creative
1: (laughs) i think that's funny when you when you held up the the iphone we can create on this can you imagine how many people can you fit in a studio with your iphone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's <okay. laughs> it's, only, it's only you it's only you alone unless you have like a team of, of friends that got all they all got iphones and you create music together like you know right. that's right a, like that's an orchestra a, right? yeah there is no there is no joint venture at all <laughs> hmm. can you walk us through your creative process when uh composing a piece of music
0: yeah well I, th- I think uh, sometimes it might start from, from like a little riff, musical riff, uh, mm-hmm. or melody or something, or bass line, or it could, I can even start from from a beat. You know, I might find a rhythm that I'm into, uh, and then build, build around that, you know, keying in on like the kick drum, of course, uh build a baseline from there you know that complements the beat and then find fi- filling in those spaces it's like painting you know different you're adding different you're adding different colors to complement each other so I think uh it's it's no set way that i that I compose but a lot of times it can it could actually be something else like I'm inspired by. Speech, someone talking, Mm -hmm. or accents, or you know, a particular way someone says something, and and you 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 figure out how to transcribe that into a musical form.
1: You know. Well, I gotta Um, ask. I gotta ask. I mean, with that said. Sometimes I can't even find the one on your music, and you said okay. When you said bass drum, I go okay. Let me ask him uh, what time do you think about? Is that you think about time signatures? Is what's your favorite grooves and rhythms? I mean, these polyrhythms I, I, is tough. Yeah, I, th- I
0: think about time signatures, but then I, then I think about a lot of time signatures at once too. Wow. So you know, build building. Platinum. Building poly- polyrhythmically, uh-huh. it's like stuff crosses over, but then there's points where it all phases back and makes sense. Uh-huh. Like one, sometimes you you uh-huh. know the one could actually fall on the two, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. or there can be an invisible like. A lot of times uh, there was I, I had like a concept where the one was invisible or or like the four four rhythm was invisible. It's there, it's it's implied, but mm-hmm. it might not be right there in your face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? And mm-hmm. I for, for the accented long time, you mean
1: uh, You said not in your Facebook.
0: Implied actually. Like okay, okay. the the rhythm and the groove itself will will make you F- feel it uh-huh. even if it's not there or if uh-huh. it or if it's slightly off uh-huh. you know um but then there's I try to always Center it and and give you something that that you can latch on to to say like Oh okay this is this is a cycle and it's repeating and I, I you know uh-huh. there's like a there's like a buoy out there in the sea and <laughs> you can see it Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you just you just follow that. It's a guy. It's your guy. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's I mean. But that's... but
0: but you know also that you know the younger me would 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 try to make things more challenging. Nowadays, you know, I'm, I'm like I'm more laid back with it. I, you know, I, I've been doing a lot of more four four based stuff where it's it's. Definitely there, and you can you can catch on to it.
1: Um, with the improvisational approach, and from all the great uh, information you just gave about how you you know get the job done, um, how <laughs> do you determine <laughs> when the piece is finished? No. <laughs> I mean, cause something I I say the same thing to shake. I remember, mm-hmm. I was always buying his stuff, and I bought his stuff because I liked the music. But I could not always play it. Yeah. And I was mad that I couldn't play it because I think, wow, this part is great. I, it goes with this, but then I have no way to get in or get out of it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just yeah, going, yeah. Damn. And then I always have to buy music around that to try to get in and out of it mm-hmm. uh, because you know, he has like three or four minutes of such very unique sound and music. And as a DJ, you're trying to find this place to get in and out. It's like, wow. And yeah, yeah it and, and not always you want to play, you want to play the music all the time, but you can't always find something to go with it.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: So, That's the- uh, um, and, with that said, you never, uh, was inspired to be a DJ. You do mostly, just mostly, uh, music, huh? Just making music and, and releasing.
0: Um, well, no, I, I started as a DJ. I started as a DJ, um, you know, from a young age, I, I, was DJing in, in my middle school. I was a DJ, I was DJing the, the middle school parties, you know, and I, I DJed all the way up until, um, I I was you know I started in the you know late 80s as a DJ but then uh like around the time of the early 2000s when I took on the African Sciences moniker and the project took off there was kind of like a shift where I started DJing less and less and uh you know actually like performing music original music more and uh i mean so i i understand that you know thinking like a dj in putting music together but then i also understand that you know it's more exciting to to give tension in presenting music where it's not just a steady flow straight through more like you know you have these waves where it's, you know, m- m- more movement, and you know, feeling, uh, building moods and things. But, you know, I-, I do understand the woes of many DJs trying to mix my music with uh, other music within a, a club context. It's not always the easiest. And I apologize. <laughs>
1: do you think there is a, a no compromise uh, standing in your part?
0: I don't know if it's it's if it's no compromise. I do try to make things that are accessible, but it's it still has to have my own take on it. It has to have my own flavor. I have to feel good about what I'm making. I can't just, uh, you know, go, even though I say, oh man, that type of music, it's so easy. I can do that. It's, I mean, it's actually, it's, it's a skill, you know, it's, it's discipline to make even the simplest of music to be disciplined, to not overdo things or overthink, you know? Um, so that's, that's a discipline in itself and I'm not, I don't take anything away from people that that choose that path um, just for me um, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing if that science is swing you know what I mean so it's gotta it's gotta yeah it's, it's like a pendulum really you know
1: I'm only asking this kind of a question because I think for me I am an artist artist and I like to uh, pull out that magical wand that you that you work so hard to perfect and how do we get people to understand this um and and how it, you got to be persistent and then i also think that when i first heard your stuff you were releasing some on a what's ab's label deep black deep black,
0: deep black. yeah it wasn't
1: as challenging
0: you know what it is that that work is was curated with ab so you know he would go through and he would pick you know he had he has that ear so he you know he would he would help guide the release to make a product that was functional I, I, should we I say functional somewhat functional he, he still let me do my thing he, and he would you know he would always push me to yeah, but but he would he would find those pieces that would complement. He would fi- he would always try to find something on on the project to complement the dance floor, so they would at least be one cut that DJs would gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. And then then the rest would be for the chin strokers. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 yeah, like those 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 releases, you know, were were uh, mostly curated with the help of AB so but you know in years since I've been putting out more and more stuff on my own uh imprint and I've just I, I wouldn't say I've just been doing whatever you know I, st- I still curate the project and the release but it would it, it, you know it's it's different when you have um when you're not doing it all yourself when, you're, when you know when you're collaborating with someone to to cultivate a you know, a final product, it might it might come out different uh, than versus just, you know, doing it all yourself and saying, OK, this is this is what I want to present. And these are the steps I'm going to take and these are the risks I'm going to take or, you know, uh-huh. this is how it's going to go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, I've what I've done in that time since the Deep Black releases is. Sometimes I'll I'll make more uh, 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 projects that are just straight out there or some that are more like precise on the, you know, okay, I can pick up on this. This is easier to pick up on. So, you know, and then I do things also under different monikers. So I might do a, a straight, you know, what i consider like a techno project uh or you know a straight hip-hop thing
1: you are very creative you are very creative and i you've shown through your albums and the the uh, the african sciences moniker is you've proven that already right you've proven that in many many ways in one yeah, so yeah. so with that said if if one is a fan of an artist then you understand them as a creator and then you're waiting for them to continue their journey and then see what they come at, continue to come up with um I listened to the last release mm-hmm. um parlor music mm-hmm. you had a couple on there that was going this kind of this slow uh improvisational uh house I felt a little bit and I really really Loved it, and then you start adding synths and pianos, and you you start making these melodies and started creating this story. Mm-hmm. And for me, I felt like, wow, okay, this is still polyrhythmic. it's are still doing this and doing yeah, that, but yeah. people that <laughs> they have no rhythm, can't dance. <laughs> you know, they can only take yeah <laughs> this so much freak, and it, freak out it. It It is danceable I don't care if it's slower It is danceable
0: uh-huh.
1: And so I'm just going like Okay I'm, I know he's working on something I can't I want to I would love I just can't wait to, to For him to say Okay this Now I'm going to do this And now I'm going to do that Yeah uh, Yeah And because uh, uh, I'm really looking For that To develop Because I think No one's doing No one can do that like you <laughs> Getting back to my My core of my question was How do you know when a piece is finished?
0: That's a good question. You know, um, so sometimes <laughs> when you sometimes, stop <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sometimes it's, it's okay, it's done. Like the moment you stop uh, your final um, mix down might be okay. Uh, you might hear something and you might want to go back and change something. It's, it's never the same. Sometimes it's quick. Sometimes you can work on, I can work on something for a week or so sometimes sometimes it's done in an hour sometimes it's you know sometimes it's years sometimes I go back and and work on things that I might have started years back you know it it's never the same but uh, I think there's a point where you have to be finished with with a, with a, a thing or else it'll just go on infinite to infinity just like you're forever tweaking is, uh, a finished,
1: is a finished piece of music of yours include intro, verse, hook, a story, a message?
0: Sometimes, you know, sometimes a piece might not make sense right away. Then you might make something else that will complement what you did some weeks back. And then those two things come together in the, um, in the making of a, a larger something, like a project, you know, overall. This this song might complement this song, so why not put them together in a sequence where you're starting to tell a full story. Sometimes it works that way. Sometimes it might be an idea that you're, you're striving for before you even start working on a piece. And then you say, uh, OK, every, everything like this last project is kind of it was kind of done that way where I I set out to you know, build around uh, compositions based on piano, and just just um, trying to t- tell a story, trying to, to do something different without re- repeating. You know, things that I might have done in the past. You're always gonna have things you know, that signify you oh, are. Yeah, is not right. So oh, yeah. you know those idiosyncrasies that make you who you
1: are it'd be a shame that you take that away I mean uh, John. me and John Tejada was talking about this and he says he is telling me he said this is working and I like it so you know I may change up here and there and there but I go back to this formula because you know you get an idea and uh, as a creator you know it's sitting on your drive it might as well be out in the, but I noticed that you also don't do a lot of single releases you do mostly albums and I would like to think that an album tells such of a such a story or even if it's through the pieces right uh, is that what you're thinking when you when you start and finish something and and you put, you said okay this belongs in this stack this belongs in that stack of music
0: yeah yeah I, I mean so, sometimes there might be a, a song or something that you that you make and you say oh this is this is one of one so I'm just gonna put this out, and I've done that. You know, if you look around on on the student body presents, which is the label. If you look outside of African Sciences, you might find some of those pieces, like just one of ones. You know, yeah. So it's it, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes there's a there's a piece. It says what it has to say. There's nothing else that needs to go along with it. You know, single. Boom! Put it out.
1: Do you create music at the time that you're feeling? Maybe you emotionally felt something, or you got inspired by a book or a, a situation in life, uh, disappointing moments, love,
0: mm-hmm. hate. It's it's yeah. I mean, life is life is the the main inspiration. Things things going on in the world. You know, there's there's you know so much happening that you you cannot ignore it. It, it, it seeps into you know what you have to say so yeah there's there's been many uh songs or r- releases based on actual events i mean even even if you look at some of the song titles i might i might clue you into what i was thinking about but I'm, i won't come straight out to say what it is you know i'm always i love like wordplay so i make it interesting for for you to Analyze it. Oh, why do you name the song this? You know, um, uh, upcoming release. There are some songs that I was just, you know, I'm heavy, like watching. I'm into politics, so I might have been watching the, you know, the House and the Senate. I made these two. I made these two different pieces based on like all the shenanigans going on in, in the U.S. government. So it's like, okay, these songs. Like I was saying before It's like Okay This one is for the House And this one's for the Senate They both Are crazy You know There's different levels of crazy You know Stuff like like that Uh oh I wonder what that's
1: gonna sound like Oh god Oh god Um, Your music is described as challenging Mm. Um, How do you approach uh, Experimentation while Staying um, uh, uh, still maintaining a cohesive engagement uh, with the composition.
0: I guess it's it's like learning different languages. You know, if you don't understand something, sometimes you gotta cross reference. <laughs> do, do your research. Yeah, do your research. I mean, all this music has context and, it, and it's inspired from something else. So I might not. I might not. You know. Be blatant and say, "Oh, this was inspired by this." But if you are somewhat into my music, I would say listen to a lot of music, a lot of different music, a lot of maybe some some more challenging music. You know, um, listen to some more groove-based music. It's it's all there. It's all there. So I don't I don't set out to make it complicated on purpose. It's just all of these different uh, um inspirations colliding to make what it is
1: your, your music is also often complex with complex rhythms and sonic <clears throat> sonic layers um how do you balance the complexity <laughs> with the accessibility for your audience
0: it's, it's getting better i think i think before it was all you know how like child first learns to paint and color it's like a lot of different colors all, all together and then it, uh-huh. it graffiti. Becomes, it becomes like uh it's hard to discern the different colors splashing yeah yeah <laughs> but then you know over time it becomes more refined so i think nowadays it's it's a little more refined than, than it was in the past not as many layers, or if they're layers, they're they're more subtle. Um, but there's you know still layers, still layers to it, and levels. So that's I, I believe like I I think it's interesting to be able to key in on something. You might hear something one time, and you hear something different the next time, or the rhythm might hit you different depending on how you come into it. You know, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, you can hear it from another room and it sounds different than uh, it's right in front of your face.
1: Does this mean to those that don't understand this, uh, that the process you're getting better and getting more familiar with a formula that works for you for the output?
0: I I think uh, it's it's just a constant... um, Learning process. Learning so. process. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. over time, you you learn how to do more with less. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know, mm-hmm. early on, you might want to just do it all at once. Mm-hmm. Before you released this last
1: album, uh-huh. Parlor Music, uh-huh. how many times did you listen to those tracks before deciding?
0: Okay, we're gonna put it out. Um. Honestly, that was a goal to put it out. And I I built built that project um, with the intent to put it out at a certain time. So I was working towards putting it out. And I think maybe the process itself was more about when to stop. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to do too much. But then again, actually, you know what? To be honest, the, the that project, I did two albums at the same time. So, that one we put out, I put out, um, in February, and then there's a there's a sister album that that is yet to come out. So there's there was two done at the same time, and and they complement each other. You know, they're not the same. Tell us about
1: the campaign of the Part of Music people. You got to
0: go. Oh and get my goodness. This, well, time is running out. Time is running out. Is right
1: now. We, your time is running out yeah. we need you to go out
0: and get it so th- this is the second project that I've done a campaign to uh, have it pressed on vinyl just you know doing it myself or with the help of people you know the people that are into it so how does it work this one is done through Bandcamp just like this album right here and the name of this one yeah that was Journey into Mystery
1: okay journey into mystery so
0: I, I did a campaign to get that one pressed on vinyl um and how was the support for that oh it was super you know what great I didn't it was right until the end I didn't think it was gonna make it and then you know I, I got over the finish line with it so that's why I'm I'm still hopeful that this one will will be successful even though it's 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 further behind than, than the last one was so we'll see how it goes if it comes it comes if it goes it
1: goes we'll see we need you to go out and you keep challenging everybody Uh, it's hard for them they have to get over this last one first (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: it's true i mean people are still but people still buying this one like up up until today so that's
1: what does that tell you about the last album does that inspire you to get to expand on that work piece of work i mean part of music uh i don't want to get away from that because um your campaign is almost at the at the uh, at the end and we need people to go out there and and, and listen to it and, and and contribute to it nina come on nina help us out over here <laughs> let people know about it <laughs> i really encourage everyone to uh at least uh get the album check it out you know and i'm sure that uh Mr. Eric Douglas Porter, African scientist, will also be releasing more stuff for you, and he won't. I don't
0: know if this one doesn't. If this one doesn't pan out, maybe I'm calling it quits. I don't
1: know. No, you not. You not doing that. No, no, no. That's the easy thing.
0: No, seriously, there may there may be a a hiatus after maybe the the next project. I don't know. Does
1: that mean you? Does that mean you got to make something for these? Make, try, try to expand your already creative self to another type of printer because you've you've done so much in this in this space, mm-hmm. and there's more in you, yeah, and you have not probably even even tapped in yet, yeah,
0: maybe so maybe so, maybe I'll start making ambient
1: music you know, I don't know. <laughs> But you're the creator I'm just I'm just It's only a question Of what Because I understand your point And then You're also a businessman As well This becomes A challenge How many times You release What's working What's not working mm-hmm. How do I balance out The year How do we You know How do you How do I uh, Be good at All things music Not only What you're releasing But all things That Uh, uh, based upon getting your music out where it belongs and being you know uh if you have some people have worked uh, their complete lives (laughs) james brown all the all you know all the uh our uh, our front runners have uh worked 10 times harder than us this electronic music or let's say it has so many different levels how about being a ghostwriter <laughs>
0: hey how about it i mean I've, I've thought about different things like that you know i mean it's still music right yeah, yeah it's true it's
1: true you and i we've known each other for what's about eight years now i guess so and i'm i'm following you through your journey and that the last album is superman
0: parlor parlor music you're talking about yeah
1: parlor music and the one before oh
0: okay oh right 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 you, you know, know the all those in between albums yeah
1: you know, and and even some of the EPs. Maybe you don't need to do albums. True. Maybe it's EPs True. that people need to hire you for. I'm not one to tell artists what to do. I'm only playing in the field, asking myself, if I was in your position, mm-hmm. would I be looking for also other people that appreciate my music and what I do, uh, and be more specific about where your music is going so that it gets the uh, daylight that it deserves. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean you got album after album after album and they don't even get it some people don't release that many albums in a, in a year mm-hmm. and uh, it comes down to also being I know a friend of mine Nate Nathan Johnson uh, he's into all the artists which don't realize the the music that they're releasing are they in the right hands are they are they getting are they getting heard on platforms are they uh, getting licensed or you can you get a a, a, a sync license right. you know? there's so many there's so many different uh things you could be doing with your music that maybe just maybe it's not hitting the clubs but it hits something else right uh, uh, TV uh, mm-hmm. podcast different there, there's different channels right. other than just uh, just to release the, the album right so that's why I'm, that's why I'm always challenging has a real artist thought of these different opportunities they are opportunities that's true and yeah and uh, when you said ah this may be the last one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: want to hear that no one wants to hear that yeah I'm halfway joking but you know it, it's tough you know I won't lie it is tough and It is sometimes you think okay it's time to do something else <laughs> you are
1: known for playing multiple instruments. Which instruments do you feel most connected to? Dun, 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 dun. What's his name? What's his name? Freddie Hubbard. <laughs> oh, he's green too. The bass the bass the bass, the, bass. the bass. the bass. the bass.
0: Well, the bass. And then you would think Mr. Polyrhythmic would be a drummer, right? But I don't. I don't play drums. But uh, I program the hell out of some drums. <laughs> But bass, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: you're getting it done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting it done. Bass and and keys. Um, music making itself is is I consider it an instrument. Like yeah. you know, being able to compose is uh, it's a blessing. You know, to be able to get things out of your head into to your ears or to into other people's ears
1: is there is there a bass instrumentalist that inspired you a lot
0: um there's a few of them charles mingus Jaco pastorius um victor bailey uh i mean is is i can i can go off uh, on a list
1: who, who would you specify in them in different genres one would be hip-hop one would be jazz one would be
0: uh, uh not not funk funk yeah a lot of jazz, jazz musicians like Mingus and uh, Pistorius. uh Then you have, um, I mean, funk. You have um, Prince. You know, he's not lauded as a bass player because he played so many instruments, but he played some wicked bass.
1: Would you would you consider yourself a musician or a live instrumentalist?
0: Both, I think. You read notes? Yeah, I do read. I read music. I don't i've been in a few bands but you know i i don't gig regularly as a bassist. but i i have played in a few bands um um i guess i'm I'm more of a studio musician you know and i'm more likely to pick up another instrument that i never played before and just try to figure it out in the studio and the fun part is like recording recording those 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 baby steps or, you know, just figuring it out, Fig- figuring it out along the way.
1: You have a reputation for live performance that push boundaries and challenges the audience expectations. Can you describe your approach to a live performance and how it differs from uh, your studio work?
0: Good question. I, th- I think um, presenting the music live uh, versus in the studio, in the studio, you have uh, more of uh, more time to, to work things out. But in front of in front of people, you you kind of it's risk versus you know this balance of certainty. M- me coming from or having a background with uh, improvisational you know music. I'm willing to take those risks, but at the same time, depending on who I'm in front of, who I'm performing for, you know, I might approach it differently. Like if it's in a club setting, you know, I might try to keep it more tight. If it's in a art setting, you know, I've straddle both worlds. So I might expand a little bit more, you know what I mean? So, but regardless of which way or which approach. I always try to make the music have depth, feeling, and like I love tension and dynamics. Tension and dynamics.
1: What other projects have you worked on with other musicians? Do you have another project that uh, you... Uh, collaborations?
0: Um, yeah, I've done... Quite a few. There was one with this young lady. Uh... Uh, well, there's been a few, actually. I've collaborated with... Uh, there was a project called um, Shady Grady and the Neighborhood Character, which was more... That, that was more dance-oriented, actually. Shady Grady and the Neighborhood Character. So the Neighborhood Character was was my partner, um, Ari, from, from Berlin. And me and her did a bunch of music when I was back and forth to Berlin a lot. So we did we did a, a couple of releases. We did one release on um, Uzzurri and another release on um, Jordan. Uh, I'm forgetting the, the label, but yeah, we did a project on there. Then there was also um, another project uh, called the Classier that I did with a sound artist out of Paris. That was more like open like was
1: more clubby no 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 uh, that
0: was more like
1: even more experimental yeah
0: yeah even more experimental can you imagine um and then uh going all the way back this this ties into the name of the current label I did a project uh called The Student Body Presents Arts and Sciences. That's the that's the title of the project. That's the whole it's a mouthful. I like that. And I did that with an um, uh, artist by the name of Sasha Cypergo. She's a vocalist poet. And uh that was man, to, to to tie things all together, a lot of love from Germany. We did that on a label out of um Germany called Faezadella. I don't know if you've heard of that label. Yeah. That was um, mid two thousands, like two thousand four, five, something like that. Yeah, and then you know, there's other other things, other collaborations as well that I've been involved in. Few, more than a few. And with AB, hey, you can't forget that. We we did a be black. We did, we did a, a dope album a few years back called uh, Sketches of Space, and it was it was like a nod to Miles Davis, Sketches of Spain. So that was a really cool project.
1: What do you think about the challenges we have been faced in our realm and genre of music, which is not radio contemporary stuff? Uh, we've been challenged a lot with diversity and challenged a lot with, um, you know, uh, being called out for not letting enough uh, diversity um, into... Well, you
0: know, I- I, I don't think it, it should be a matter of letting you know, letting letting talent shine. It sh- it should be equal. I, I feel like if in a in a fair society, it would you know everybody who has something to say musically should be able to get their music out there and get it heard on the same level as anyone else. Uh, but we know that's not how. Society but. I mean, it's it's an age-old story, I think, um, and it's a shame. I do I do wish there were more resources for the uh, the true underground people making so much good music that we probably never hear of just because they don't have that reach, you know. Um, it's I think sad t- to say that. Uh, the, the more resources, financial resources people have, the, the more likely they are to, um, to be successful or more well-known, I, I would say. But
1: not because of their talent. Sometimes
0: it's, it's both. Sometimes it's not, you know. It, it takes what's the saying? It takes money to make money. <laughs> yeah, my
1: view is that my view is that I've seen I've seen progress uh, in the last uh, I guess five since we talked. Mm-hmm. We've been talking for a while. Uh, there's been uh, uh, a positive change in seeing more women and people areas. are
0: taking matters into their own hands. That's that's a thing, you know, So that's 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 positive out of out of everything. People are aren't waiting around to. Get discovered or signed to some some big label. People are just doing it and and making grounds for themselves. I mean, it's the playing field is 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 more level these days. But still, there's 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 catches and and drawbacks. You know, everything. Yeah, in
1: everything, I sure. guess. Huh. Mm-hmm. Like to like to see more people like us on the. On the on the main stages, that. right?
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, your sound. I would love to, I would love to go to see you um, play live. Uh, we we'll don't get a chance to experience that. I mean, you know, get the uh, get a full opportunity to express and show the people, you know, what you got to offer. Um, so I guess the feeling is mutual, yeah. people. <laughs> uh, uh, for those that work their ass off, I mean, their ass off releasing and albums and uh just doing everything they can to uh do what they do best and and hopefully they get heard i guess this is a cycle that our that music takes when uh what we what you just said underground uh uh now it's probably <laughs> it's yeah, probably commercial yeah, now
0: right now <laughs> it's probably, something else it's like the like, place hey, of yeah. the underground oh, it's like <laughs> yeah i mean it's kind of cliche term wow. too
1: what can we expect from you in future musical endeavors, and what direction do you see music taking uh, in the years to come? Um, or do you even care?
0: I, I care. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I love music. It's my lifeblood. So I, I care about how it's developing and people, people that are s- serious about their craft. I appreciate. So for me, I, I would say just not expect more of the same, but just more, more development. I, you know, I have my eyes on um, just expanding with and uh, you know, I want to pick up more instruments. I, you know, I, I'm, I got my eye on bass clarinet and bassoon, something like that. One of those, one of those instruments, I'm, I want to get into wind instruments, incorporating that into music maybe there's uh some o- ambient music coming from me
1: i don't know you know hey man we need an anthem from you man you
0: need you need to, you need to put
1: out a you need to put out an Af- african <laughs> scientist uh 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 eric douglas porter anthem you know what i'm saying have everybody everybody playing that everybody playing it uh i'm telling you give them a do whatever you want in the middle or give them an intro and outro <laughs> it's over don't so do whatever you want to do in the middle give them an I intro and outro it's you. over it's done. I kept. I was telling Shake that man, just give them. A, I don't care what you do in the middle. <laughs> I. I, hear I don't care you. what I, you do in the middle. Give me intro. I, give me intro and outro. That's it. We'll see. You know, because that's all. It, I mean, that's probably. You don't think they're probably only going to play two minutes of it, right? three
0: minutes of it anyway. That's why I stopped making uh twelve minutes, thirteen minute songs. I've, I've you know over years I used to make long songs, long long songs. Now I'm. I'm I'm learning to pull back some more, you know, maybe I'll get to a point where it's intro outro sometimes I like I like the the uh, I like to put the beginning in the middle
1: <laughs> and but you're doing when you're yeah, doing too. albums, yeah. I think yeah yeah, it's yeah. okay. I get it. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? I really get it. and then suckers should be doing remixes of your stuff. You don't want that.
0: No, I'm, I mean, I'm. It was a time when remixes were really, really a big thing.
1: Uh, They're still a big thing. People. It's just as it, it, only thing that's outshining anything is is, di- is this whole scene stuff. But the music uh, okay. uh, remixes and stuff is still is still relevant. It's still relevant because maybe your your original pieces are not meant for that, and someone makes somebody you know
0: you trust. I tell you what. As far as the future, I I would say look for this next album. Maybe maybe it has what you're looking for. That's all I'm gonna say about. It. Yeah. No, I'm saying hey man, no, you always give me what I'm looking for. Outro, that's not, that's what I'm
1: talking about. From the DJs picking it up. I followed you because I liked what you were doing. Period. Anyway, mm-hmm. and I'm always watching the development of somebody that I like, especially a brother. <laughs> but I always want to try to tell a story. I always want to try to mm-hmm. make people dance i want to mm-hmm. try to make even if you're even if you're dancing slow you know even if, you know uh and then you, <laughs> some people can't dance Some <laughs> some people can't dance and it's uh uh where i'm from we were we were killing the dance floor you know it was everyone's dancing you have songs that you make in dance steps too
0: you 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 spent a little time on soul train didn't you yeah of course yeah
1: I danced on Soul Train for you like 8 years you know I think
0: years. I saw a clip of you recently just on one of those you know they did a lot of retrospective of all those dancers and they would show it on I think there might have been a clip where I said hey that's what Roberto yeah
1: right yeah yeah I, I'm, I'll am show you a few clips hey before we head out of here let's talk about shout outs who we shouting out to
0: oh shout out the world man Get your stuff together. Shout out to my family. Shout out to everybody that's um, listening and supporting the music. Shout out to the mothers, fathers, raising their their kids for the next generation to make the world a better place.
1: Shout out to Nina. Shout out to you doing a great job over there doing your thing. And Mm -hmm. no doubt. Yeah. Shout out going to all the supporters For their album And uh, shout out for those That are supporting the musicians That are uh, Also have to be businessmen And they need you To uh, understand them as artists We uh, Thank you for listening To the Decisive Podcast With my man Eric Douglas Porter A.K.A. African Sciences His Mix Is live Recorded And it is Exclusive For Decisive podcast series so get ready get ready and it will be um posted on soundcloud without any interview uh this interview was specifically for you to understand who and what he is as an artist and how he thinks and uh i hope that he has shined some light on his vision and inspires you to go out and buy the Album, Parlor, Music. Today,
0: how many more days left? Uh, as of today, it's five days in counting.
1: And as we're recording this interview, him and I, we're going to do a special uh, um, videos supporting this uh, show and his uh, Parlor Music. And we hope you, uh, you can get on tune and share it to your friends. Okay. Share it to your friends. Yeah. Because he has five more days. We're trying to I'm trying to help. I appreciate I'm trying to do my part. I appreciate you. I'm trying to do my part. And uh yeah, thanks for listening in and uh Eric Douglas Porter, my friend, have a nice one. I'm looking forward to
0: the music. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Mm-hmm. and some say can you make sense of modulars can you make music with modulars and not noise
0: that's the whole thing that's the whole thing you know people think all you can do is bleep bleep bleep. bleep but you I want it to sound like you know I want it to sound like John Coltrane and you know I want it to sound like a quintet a jazz quintet how, how do I how do I get how do I achieve that how do I make it sound like uh, Nye B- Bingy drum circle? You know what I mean? That type of stuff,
1: yeah.